Welcome to the City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. So today what we're doing is we're going to be starting our series, which we're going to be continuing for the rest of April. Which, this is like the Last Supper right now. I just realized, because normally I like turn both ways and I've gone, I'm like, hmm, there's, there's literally no one there. It's kind of like, take a picture, a portrait, and there'd just be you guys on the wall. And it's just, yeah, it is the Last Supper. I mean, it's the week after Easter. You guys are a little bit, you know, a bit off kilt. Should have done it. Yeah, great. There we go. Helpful comment, you know, bringing up all the beef that went down before that terrible day. So. Today we're kicking off our series, Grow. We're gonna be doing that for the next uh, two weeks after this one. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun as we look at this series. So I started to think about this week, what I wanted to say for this series, because I've been wanting to do it for a long, long time, and I wanted this time of year, because this is when you start to kind of plant stuff, this is when you start to wreck whatever's in your garden that needs to be wrecked, and then you just kind of start sowing, start planting, and all that kind of stuff. And I've been thinking about it for a while, but then a few things happened in the week that started to get me to kind of think a bit differently and to look at things differently, and it was just this chili plant, you see? Ages ago, I had a meeting at Oaxaca's with someone. We had a meeting, we were talking about some stuff, a project we were gonna be working on, and we had this meeting, the meeting went great, it was really, really cool. And then at the end, after paying for the bill, they bring you, you know, the receipt, and there's always like, at places they have chocolates, like there's mint chocolates. Well, at Oaxaca's, the cool thing they do is it's like a little match, matchbox type thing that you know, like you get in hotels, you peel it away. But instead of being matches in there, there are these chili seeds in it. And so I've gone, oh, you know, you, you, you can have them. And he's gone, no, 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 I don't want those. I'm not gonna do anything with that. And I'm like, oh, great, I will. Me and Eden will totally do this. So I grabbed this, I take it home, and me and Eden started planting these chili seeds. And it was really, really cool and really, really fun. And every day, when after this, it started to sprout up and little bits of green leaves were showing and all that, Eden was getting so excited. She'd be going, mommy, mommy, add it, add it. It's growing, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. And every day we'd water it and we'd look at it. And, and she's really cool like that. And we had a lot of fun with it. And then there came the point when you started to see chilies growing on it. And we had like four chilies that we grew from these two plants because they were just in jars. There were nothing, no big containers or anything. And we cooked them and we ate them and it was so, so cool. And I was just waiting for there to be more chilies. And the more chilies never came except for this one that was like that bit. I mean, it wasn't even like a centimeter. It just couldn't do it. Because what happened was when the chilies came off the plant was the plant started to grow because it's like, I don't have to sustain these chilies anymore. They're gone, so it just grew. But it grew to the point where it hit the limit it could grow to from the container it was, with, it was in. And so when it hit that limit, it was like it couldn't grow chilies anymore. And it would grow these things, and they would die, grow these things, they would die, grow these things, they would die, grow these things. And it was this constant, constant cycle. Until like about a week ago, I thought, you know what? Let me start to kind of prune. Let me start to take a few branches away. Let me take a few leaves away. And I started to snap it off. And straight away, within two days, there was this chili there, like that. Just boom, so quick. It happened, dropped, and started to grow. And I was like, ah, oh, all this time, because I'm already good at gardening. I'm not good at that stuff. I just give it a go because it's a bit of fun. And also, it's a discipline to do with eating each day. And I started to see, wow. That's what I got wrong. That's what was going on. And I think so often in life, what people want is they want really immature growth. We live in like a microwave world where we want to microwave everything, but significant growth doesn't always happen in a microwave environment. Actually, I wouldn't say it just doesn't always happen. I'd say it doesn't happen. You put things in a microwave, you're never going to experience significant growth. Just that quick 
flip fulfilling moment that's just here now. It's never long term, it's never gonna achieve anything significant. But today's mindset is always for this, this immature growth, it's rapid change. If you keep looking for that, you'll miss out on the majority of real growth scenarios. And then with a plant, there's this need. There's this need, there's this need for constant watering. It's not like this one time. You see, so often, I think in today's society and the culture that we live in, it's like you wanna do one thing and you wanna do it this one time and you want it to be this home run and it just gets knocked out of the park and boom, everything blows up. We want a, we want a lottery ticket, we want a X Factor record contract, we want all of these things. We, we don't really wanna to, want to push on through. We don't really wanna go through the hardship of actual growth. We don't really wanna go through the toil of daily watering. We don't wanna to have to go through the toil of positioning the plant in the right place so that it gets adequate sunshine on it. And that begs the question for me because it's the easiest puns that there are in the Bible and with growing, that if we talk about the plants, what they do is if you put them somewhere where there's light, the leaves automatically turn to face the sun. They automatically do it. You turn the plant around and all of a sudden, within a day, those leaves are gonna be the other way. And you turn it again, they'll move again because every time they will position themselves to be in line with receiving from the sun. The problem you and I have is I wanna experience growth in my life without turning to see the sun. I wanna see growth in my life without allowing what the Old Testament talks about, Holy Spirit, always using analogies of water. These two key ingredients, the Spirit of God, God's Son, I wanna grow without either of those two things. I want microwave growth in my life. I don't want true growth that God has for me for a lasting impact and change. And so there are things that we can do in our lives, habits that we can create. So at City Hill, we always talk about values. I couldn't get up the other two signs because the structure of the room walls have changed. But we have shine, we have invite. These are like the biggest cue cards the world has ever seen right now. This is not what they're normally for. Um, and give. Because at City Hill, when it came down to our mission, which is lighting up our world so that people far from God can find life in Christ, when it came to thinking about, well, what are the things we need to do to achieve that mission? What are the things we need to do to be able to carry that out? These were the values and the behaviors that we saw as being so unbelievably necessary. So unbelievably necessary. So when we talk about shine, it's not just about our, 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 us and God. You see, what happens is, when you position yourself to receive and allow God, the Son of God, to shine His rays on you, what happens is you and I start to soak that up because He passes it on. He says, you are the light of the world. I remember one time um, something was written, I was talking about something at an event and they put Andy Gray, the light of the world, and someone was quick to comment on that. Theologically speaking, that's heresy. And I was quick to, I didn't even do the flyer in the first place, but I thought, I'm gonna roll with this. I went, actually, no, it's not, because Jesus said, you are the light of the world. He passed the baton on. He's the one that lights us up, absolutely. But we are called to be the light of the world. We're called to shine in our environment. We're called to not just survive, but to thrive. God is interested in our thrival. And so there are things that we can do and put in place in our lives, values that we can have that can help us to shine. Inviting people into our lives, inviting other believers into our lives that we can learn from one another, we can help one another, we can cover one another, support one another. Inviting people to pray for us and ask for other people. Man, I tell you what, 
That app is such an easy way, not just to pray. Any one of us can pray where we are. The cool thing about the app and listing your prayer request there is, it's not about you. It's about inviting and allowing others that aren't with you at the time to have the opportunity to pray with you and join with you in that. That's the beauty of it. It's like anyone can pray anytime. I pray all the time about stuff. Like, man, I pray about silly stuff. Like, I, I prayed hard as Liverpool went 3-0 up against Man City. Jeez, I was like, Lord Jesus, don't let this be taken from us in the second half. You know what I mean? Man, I pray about everything. I'm, I'm, he's not going to sway the result for me. I'll, I'll give you that. But I talk, about, I talk to God about all sorts of stuff. I can pray on my own about something. But the thing about the app is it's a way to flag and bring everyone in together. So there are these values. Prayer is a great discipline. The Bible, reading, giving is such a huge, huge thing, whether that be financially or whether that be your time, your love, your energy with those around you. You see, time with God enables us for outward mission. You cannot do the mission of God without positioning yourself in a way where you create the behaviors that are necessary to experience that growth. You just can't do it. One of the guys that I love to listen to is a guy called Bob Goff. He's a really cool guy. He wrote a book about love. He's absolutely nuts. And one of the interviews that I read with him a while back, he basically does everything that comes his way. I don't know how he does it, but he swears that he does. In his first book, he put his mobile phone number in it. People phone him and he answers, like not even kidding. And like, he's a big deal. He runs his own law firm. He's a director of some charity and he's involved in so many other things. And what he does is every single Thursday, without fail, he quits something. Every Thursday he quits. Like man, he called up a trustee from a charity he's involved in. He was on the board and he phoned him up and the guy goes, oh no, it's Thursday, isn't it? Bob's like, yep, it's Thursday. I've got to go. I remember hearing that and I was like, this guy's nuts. He can't live like that. He does, and he lives really, really well from doing it. What he's doing is every time when he shuts something down on a Thursday, he creates something space for some, something new to take place. He creates space for something new. I love this guy just because of that one thing. What an example. Every Thursday he quits something, and he's always open to bringing new things in, but he's not afraid the next Thursday to quit it if that's not gonna work out for him, if it's not gonna keep going. But he explores and leaves himself open and alive to what God is doing in his life. If you check with your Bibles or if you're on the City Hill app, just get the app open, flip to the menu, open the Bible. We're going to be reading a really, really short passage today. I don't have a lot of stuff that I want to say. I just have one really concise thing that I want us to hone in on because I believe if we get this today, I need to get this today. God can open up some amazing opportunities for you and I to grow. So 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 9. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called him Jabez saying, I bore him in pain. Jabez called upon the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, that your hand might be with me and you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain anymore. And God granted what he asked. So I started off talking about me and Eden, and I talked about us growing some, some chilies. So anyone who wants them, we've got chilies or peppers, if you prefer. You can take these away if you can grow these. They're really cool. It's like a little sponge in there. So you put it in there, you water it, the seed will grow a little bit. You'll have to put it in another container later if you want it to flourish and to thrive. 
Me and Eden grew this thing and we grew it out of a jar. So I just had a jar, I had some dirt, been growing things on the balcony, love doing that, it's a good pastime for me. Decreases my stress levels significantly when I do that. And so me and Eden have done this, we've grown it, the chilies were thriving, we cooked them, we ate them, it was great. Waiting for the others, but because it grew without them, it couldn't deliver any more chilies. I started to prune it, take branches away, and now we've got one more chili on there. And you see there's this shift that has to take place now for this plant to thrive again. Because I meet so many people who are like this plant, so many, throughout my whole life. I've met time after time, people after people, conversation after conversation, where they're in a place of absolute frustration and the problem they have is they need a bigger container. They have fully grown to what they can achieve in the position they're in and they're stuck and they can't bear fruit anymore. And do you know what the funny thing is? I found, when I found it in the church, I've always found it with people who talk about being a mature Christian all the time, 100%. This is like without, I can't think of any group of Christians that experience this more regularly than those who would say to me they're a mature Christian, 100%. Not even exaggerating this in any way. They've come to a place where they've been stuck and they can't move anymore and they're not bearing the fruit that they used to bear. They can tell you all these stories back then. They're not bearing anything now and they're frustrated and they've stagnated because frustration over time will turn into stagnation. They're not growing, they're not bearing fruit and they're frustrated and they just start to spread like cynicism. And they talk about it like maturity. Someone's saying something, someone's sharing a message of faith, believe in God, trust someone, and they've just got this cynical stuff. They just, they just douse it with cynicism that doesn't allow any growth or it doesn't allow any seeds to spring up and bring anything else for anyone else to experience. I see it time and time again. And the problem was there was a period in their life where they needed to step out and trust God again and believe Him again in a frightful, painful position that they could experience growth to the next level. And instead they stayed there frustrated and they stagnated. But it doesn't just apply to like church, it applies to marriage and your family, it applies to a relationship you're in, it applies to any business or any work position you have. Because there comes a point where you just fall and you have to step into a bigger container. You have to enlarge it. And Jabez has this name, it's in his name. His name, Jabez means pain. His mom had him in pain and he's experienced pain his whole life and he's at this point where he just can't take this container anymore. And what happens when you get to a place of frustration in life is you have a choice of two things. There's only two options. You stagnate or you believe God again. They're the only two options on the table. You can think you're growing. You can create the illusion and trick other Christians that you're growing in your faith. You can do that. Anyone can do that. I've done that loads of times. Convinced everyone that I'm absolutely on fire and brilliant place that I'm in. Loads of times. It's well easy to do. You just say Christian phrases and shake people's hands a certain way and say, she came on a Honda, the keys to my share, let's have a shandy a few times. Or at a punchline in a sermon, you just lift it up in a certain crescendo, a certain voice, a certain way, and everyone thinks you've got it. It's easy to do that. What's hard, what's scary, is to do what Jabez does. See, I talked about prayer. Prayer is a discipline, a behavior, a value that if held dearly and in the correct position, it can create an opportunity to create space to enlarge your container. So Jabez says, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my container, that your hand might be with me, that you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain. God granted what he asked. God granted what he asked. You see, the thing about growth is though, 
you have to go through those periods of pain because what happens is if today I go home and I dig, and I'm going to do it, but probably not today, if I dig it out of that jar and put it in a bigger jar, there's going to be, an in, there's going to be a period where those, it's going to start to wither and go brown. There's going to be a period where a few more branches are going to drop off. There's going to be a period where I'm going to look at it and go, I don't know if it's going to make it. I don't know if this is going to be a position for growth anymore. I don't know if this is the end of this plant. It's going to look sketchy. It's going to look real, real sketchy for a time, and I'm not going to know if it's going to pull through. But there's a day coming when it's going to bear more fruit than it's ever born before because I'm putting it in a bigger container. But that only happens in faith. Only happens in faith. And faith is the only way to please God. You and I, whether it be in a business scenario, at work, whether it be at home, as a parent, as a husband, as a wife, as a boyfriend, as a girlfriend, or whether it be in our faith with God. I believe today that God is calling every single one of us forward to grow. He's calling us forward to grow in our faith, calling us forward to grow in our lives. I believe he's creating that opportunity. But you see, the thing is, if you try and grow this, you're going to find out real soon how long a process that is and you're going to see that actually this is a lot of work, this is a lot of time, this is a lot of intentionality, this is a lot of watering, this is a lot of positioning, this is a lot of taking it out of this container and now putting it in another one and then there's other seeds in there so you can start the process again and start the process again. And I've got to wait a long time before I get a chili. It's not like going to Morrison's and just grabbing one off the shelf. You're growing it. It takes time. It's difficult. But I want us to take these, I want us to grow these but we're not just gonna grow these with watering and with discipline, with eventually dirt and with all the other things we need. We're gonna grow these with prayer because as these things grow, we're gonna be saying, God, would you enlarge my territory? Would you enable me to experience all that you have for me? Would I live a life more abundantly, stepping out, trusting and believing in you? And that's what this is about. So today, every single one of you guys, I really want you to take this away and I want you to grow these because actually what you're gonna find as you grow this is if you connect in the same way that Jabez did when he said that to the Lord, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my container, that your hand might be with me, that you would keep me from harm, that, you might, that it might not bring me pain anymore and God granted what is asked, you can experience this for yourself, not because it's in a tin. This is from Wilco. This isn't anointed, it's from Wilco. I love Wilco, it's really cheap, it's really cool. <coughs> but it's because God is gonna bless you and God is gonna help you to be positioned to grow. And he's gonna help you grow in areas where you didn't think you could. I wanna end with this. I remember hearing a guy, I can't remember his surname, his name was Theo something. Oh man, I knew he said Theo Wolverine. It's not, it's something like that though. <laughs> I heard him at the European conference in Uppsala, Sweden, like, oh man, over a decade ago. And one of the things he said, he got gassed, he got real gassed while he was preaching. And it was just this one liner he said that I think is so true of today. He said, you can take a seed, you can take a word from God, you can plant it in the desert and reap a garden of Eden if you'll just believe what God has said because his word won't return to his void. His word has power. And what God speaks into your life, you may feel today, you feel barren and like a desert, but you can reap a garden of Eden because it's not about you, it's about him. I'm gonna pray for us today and I'm gonna end with that. Father God, I thank you for your faithfulness towards us. I thank you that you want us to grow. 
Lord, you know, every single person here, you know, me, you know, all of us, you know who we are, you know what we're going through. You know the areas in our lives right now where we are frustrated. Maybe for some of us, we've got to the point where we're no longer frustrated. We stagnated. Maybe for some of us, we're at breaking point. Maybe for some of us, we're in all sorts of different positions. For some of us, it's a work thing. For some of us, it's a family thing. For some of us, it's just a life thing. For some of us, it's a spiritual thing. It's a faith thing. I pray that as we go away and we start to diligently look after these seeds, we will not only see what they can become, but we will see what we can become in you. Lord, would you water us? Would you shine upon us? Would you bless us? Would you enable us? Would you anoint us? Would you position us? And like Jabez, Lord, would you enlarge our territory? Would you enlarge our container that we can experience growth like we've never experienced it before? May we bear fruit like we never had before. In Jesus' name, amen. really hope you enjoyed today's message and if you'd like to find out more about City Hill please visit our website cityhill.london no.